It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you. Another beautiful day, a beautiful day to live your dreams, to think that this is the greatest time to be alive when you decide to pursue the callings, the gifts in your life that only you have. I love it. I love it. I love life. I love talking to people. I'm an entrepreneur. In fact, I invited, um, about 260 entrepreneurs from around the country will be inside the Coliseum uh, from November 12th through the 14th for the Christmas City Gift Show. And I want to talk on that for just a little bit. Not a glorified commercial. It's not that. It's what keeps an event like Christmas City alive for 38 years and it continues to draw anywhere from 10 to 12,000 people. Well, it's people just like you. It's entrepreneurs. It's people that want to bring their products, their services, their creations to the market. I mean, really, if you think about it, it's just fascinating that everything that you have done in your life or you've built or you have created, and the same with Christmas City, it started with a thought, an idea. And then that idea began to get a life of its own and the creation that began in your mind turns into a reality. I'll never forget the first event that I ever did was a bodybuilding show. Now, the owner of the gym I managed did not want to do the bodybuilding show. So I said, well, I'll do it. A great promotion for the gym and I can sell some memberships. I will never forget that night on the stage at the Sanger Theater in Biloxi, Mississippi, I looked out. I mean, I'm like 23 years old, and I looked over the audience. It was almost at capacity. It was full, and people are yelling and screaming for those bodybuilders. But I said to myself, I want to do this. I want to do this for a living. You know, think about the power of an idea and how many ideas that you have that maybe have been a little bit dormant. Well, I hope today to stir up some of those things in your head, your imagination. But I had an idea to do a bodybuilding show. And the night that it happened, I'm looking over the audience and I thought, well, listen, the power of an idea was able to take a person, get them to get out of their house, get in their vehicle, and drive to the location of the event. And then when they get there, they take money out of their wallet or purse and buy a ticket and come in and have a very enjoyable time for a few hours. That's a pretty powerful idea that can do all that. But that's the point of our ideas in our creative process that God has given us, that each of us, you, I, and all of our children and grandchildren have something in them that God wants to bring out of them. 
ideas, uh, maybe books, maybe stories, maybe occupations, maybe things that you are totally oblivious to because you're trying to figure out your future on your own instead of saying, hey, God, what is it you want me to do with my life? What should I do? What ideas do you have inside of me that I don't know that I don't know yet? Will you stir those gifts, those talents, those ideas and bring them to the surface? The people that I have interviewed on these podcasts that have had a lot of hell in their life. And one of the journeys that they took in getting the hell out of their life, they started to fall in love with life again. They started to fall in love with themselves, they realized that it didn't matter what the world had told them. They did not get their self-worth or need validation for somebody else's approval out there. They began to start understanding that God loved them, God had a plan for them, and they kind of developed the attitude, who cares if you don't like me? Jesus loves me. So I think one of the first things we need in a creative process, and we start thinking of the things that we would love to do, but how do we do them? How do we get the courage to pursue a dream that others may laugh at? Well, the first thing you have to do is fall in love with your idea. You have to be so convinced and in love with that idea that you can see it, you can feel it, and you can taste it. That is the, the, um, that's the fuel needed to drive you to the land of your destiny because on this journey of creating whatever it is you want to create in your life, you will never get there without a never quit, have faith attitude because as you're building, as you're creating, as you're opening the doors to your future, you have the cynics on the other side of the fence looking at you saying it won't work. It's a silly idea. And why don't you just quit while you're ahead? Have you heard that? (laughs) I've heard that so much in my life. It's been the fuel that propelled me to do the things that I've got to do. I always tell people that, you know, one day when the good Lord calls me home, one of the things that they can say at my funeral is, We didn't understand Ron really 100%, but we know one thing. He pursued the dreams in his life, and he was never going to let anybody tell tell him he could not do it. He took his orders from God, and God opened up the doors to Opportunities Friends. Christmas City is an example. I get people from all over. The United States that come in there with an attitude that, hey, they've got something that you want. There's no supply chain shortage at Christmas City. And they get to talk to with you. They get to interact with you. They get to hear your ideas and your feedback on a product. And to see three days of, of the American dream come to life, it's really fulfilling. It's really what it's all about is taking ideas, thoughts, things that other people may laugh at, and bring them to the marketplace. I tell people it's like Shark Tank on steroids. I've got so many entrepreneurs that when you walk into the event, you get charged up. And I can promise this, 
that when you walk through any event like this, especially Christmas City, your mind begins thinking of things that, wow, you know, I wonder if I should bring that idea off the shelf. I wonder if I should start pursuing this again. Sometimes, friends, maybe there's something in your life that, you know, maybe it's just something you love to do. Maybe it's a hobby. Maybe it's nothing that's ever going to turn into the million-dollar job or the million-dollar product, but it's something you love to do. See, when you grab what you love to do, it just has something of redefining, reshaping, remotivating you, reinvigorating you, and it's like you start to enjoy life once again. Because let's face it, life can beat us up, can't it? Life can throw us a dog bone, <laughs> and we're not even smart enough to chase the bone and bury it and throw it away. We let that bone hit us in the head and say, you know what, maybe it wasn't a good idea. Well, I'm here to tell you today that there's something that some of you have put off in your life. You know what it is. You don't tell anybody because you don't want them to laugh at you. But God wants to bring that idea to the surface. This is a great time to be alive. Open up your arms and say, God, what is it that you want from me? When I come back from the break, I want to share how Christmas City basically almost completely disappeared and Christmas City was not the original name of the event and how God had his hand on that event when it looked like it was going to fail. That's up right after the break. You're listening to Get the Hell Out of Your Life with your host, Ron Myers. Real stories, real struggles, and real hope. Ron Myers Productions presents the 38th Christmas City Gift Show inside the Mississippi Coast Convention Center in Biloxi, November 12th through the 14th. Three days of Christmas fun with door prizes and thousands of gifts for everyone. Join us Friday evening for Shoppers Paradise, adults-only shopping. It's the event you've been waiting for, the Christmas City Gift Show. Skip the line and buy your tickets online at christmascitygiftshow.com. Come join us. Does God speak to us today? If so, what does he sound like? Thundering roars? Crashing waves? A booming megaphone? Maybe sometimes, but maybe it's not quite as Hollywood dramatic as all that. Maybe it's a little more simple. John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. In the midst of all the noise and questions, God is speaking, and we can hear His voice. We just need to learn to recognize it. So what does He sound like? He sounds like love, like reconciliation, like kindness, wisdom, hope, truth. Do you know those sounds? Then maybe you hear His voice more often than you think. Maybe you're being led by Him more than you realize. Maybe God is speaking to you, and you actually are listening. You just didn't know it. Caroling out in the snow, there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. 
It's the most wonderful time of the year There'll be much mistletoeing And hearts will be glowing When loved ones are near It's the most wonderful time of the year Yes, Christmas, it is the most wonderful time of the year. How many times when you hear Christmas music, especially the old classics, do you go back in time and you think of being that little kid waking up on Christmas morning? I know one of the things that we did as children Growing up in Iowa, we always believed that Santa Claus would never come without snow. So the first thing we did on Christmas morning was run to the window and look and see if it snowed. And do you know, nine out of ten times, it always snowed. And even when it didn't snow, we found out there were still presents underneath the tree. Boy, those good old days, huh? How many times have you said that, those good old days? Things were a little easier then, weren't they? And I want to share a little story with you today about the beginning of Christmas City. And uh, November 12th through the 14th is three days of the Christmas City gift show inside the Coast Coliseum and Convention Center in Biloxi. But uh, where did it start? Because all the ideas, everything that we see out there around us, the things we use, the things that... uh, uh, make us comfortable in life. They all came from an idea. Somebody had an idea one day and had a dream and said, I can invent this. I want to do this. So when I started Ron Myers productions back in the early eighties, I was doing a once a month flea market down at the rice pavilion in Gulfport booths were only $12 and 95 cents. It was the perfect location too, because the back entrance of the pavilion was actually right in front of the exit to Marine life, which was one of the biggest tourist attractions here on the Gulf coast. So when people left Marine life, it's just like they walked into the market. Well, in December I had a Christmas market and I was into the second year of the Christmas market. It was 1982 and um, we went down the night before. I believe it was December 2nd and I would mark off the floor with chalk well, cement. And that night I remember it was so foggy. You could not see probably 10 feet in front of you. And I told my partner I was with dusty. I said, let's just finish this in the morning. Let's just get home and get out of here and be careful driving home. So we left, came back, met in the mornings, set up the show and people began to coming in at nine o'clock in the morning when it started. And I saw a friend of mine coming from the distant George, George O'Connor. And George said, Ron, I need to talk to you. And I said, what's up? And he said, well, Tim and Tim was my wonderful dear friend. My lawyer had just graduated a couple years before from Ole Miss law school. And he said, Tim was killed last night in a plane crash with Carol Malone Carol Malone is the gentleman that at one time owned um, the Western uh, Sizzlin franchises along with the Catfish Shack. 
and he was also was the pilot Joe Fayo, and they were coming to land into Gulfport and the plane. I told you the night before it was so foggy. Well, they didn't see some trees, and the train plane hit the top of the trees and crashed, and they were all killed. Shocking. Shocking. So I'm going through the Christmas market down here at the Rice Pavilion, kind of going through the motions, really not knowing what I'm doing. And, um, well, that's, of course, in my life. Um, and about uh, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, one of the uh, exhibitors came up to me and said, Ron, you know, this market you're doing here is good, but it's really outgrown its location. You really need to consider moving it next year into the Coliseum. And I thought to myself, boy, that's a great idea. I said, thank you very much. And I couldn't help but think, Tim, my beloved friend, are you sending me a message? He was always looking out for me. You know, friends, sometimes in life, some of the ideas, the breakthroughs, the things that you need with a fresh perspective come from somebody outside your circle of influence. It may be a total stranger. And I think that's how God loves to work because then we can't take credit for, oh, I came up with this great idea. No, I didn't come up with this idea. It was one of my exhibitors. So I went to the Coliseum when the event was over and worked out a deal with Bill Holmes to come in the next year with the Christmas Arts and Crafts Fair. That's what it was called. It was not Christmas City at the time. A one-day event on a Saturday and filled up the Coliseum free admission. I mean, we had door prizes. We had so many fun things going on. And then when I saw the crowd and, and I knew that I was onto something and then it just began to build and build over a period of time. This year we'll celebrate 38 years, two years in Gulfport and 36 years inside the convention center. And one of the favorite stories I like to tell about Christmas City, has it expanded? And we've been in every square inch that that Coliseum has, whether it's the round building, the old convention center, the foyer, the arcade, and now the new convention center. I've been everywhere. And there was a time that outside the old convention area was a huge grassy area. I said, I really need some attention, so I'm going to build a snow playground. And I had a company come in from New Orleans. And what they did is they had these huge chunks of ice blocks and they brought in this machine and they just basically created an entire snow playground. And boy, did the kids love that. I remember about two hours into the snow playground, a Biloxi policeman came up to me and said, Mr. Myers, We have a problem. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Story of my life, police and problems. But I said, what is it, sir? And he said, well, we're getting reports that children are throwing snowballs at cars. (laughs) And I thought to myself, really, that's a problem? But, uh, oh, oh, well, we can't have that, sir. We have to go out there and follow the rules. He kind of chuckled, but he knew that kids couldn't do that. So I went out there. My mother-in-law at the time, Glenda, was actually uh, running the playground area. And I said, hey, Glenda, <laughs> don't let these kids throw the snowballs. And she said, it's hard. They're, <laughs> they're going crazy in this snow. But part of an idea, say you need something fresh for an idea for your work or your business or something that you are dreaming about. Sometimes 
I always tell people, you got to think outside the box. And growing up in Iowa, I knew how snow was so special to the kids, to me, (laughs) my brothers and sisters. We loved it. So when I ran into this company that said, yeah, we can create a snow playground. I didn't even care what the cost was. It was a little pricey, but it was worth it. They would come in from the snow and then they would walk right in. At that time in the uh, convention center, I had a movie room. I had a big screen movie up and the kids could sit there, kind of thaw out from throwing those snowballs and watch Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. It was always the classic uh, movies that were on. And the Coliseum concession heirs would have the popcorn in there and the hot cocoa. We had the arcade games. I had those always set on free play. But one of the most important things that we have to remember, you creative entrepreneur people out there with ideas, is you want to be fresh. You want to always think outside the box. You don't want to be a copycat. I always say you can never lead if you're always a follower. Some of the greatest ideas, you know, you've watched, you've watched Shark Tank. You've watched those great ideas come to the market and you think, wow, what a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? Well, (laughs) you weren't supposed to. You've got another idea to think of. But Just to watch over a period of time how ideas from this puny little brain of mine come to reality. And that's the same with you. How many things are in your mind that you don't know that you don't know, but God wants to unlock them, unleash them, and let you become everything he created you to become. There is so much opportunity out there. And parents, grandparents, Just a little teeny bit of advice, and I'm no one to give advice, but I will share this. When your kids are thinking about college, don't focus on, well, you need to do this because you'll make this much money. And focus their future on doing what they love and, you know, and becoming the person they were created to be. Because if we do what we love and we love what we do, the byproduct is we will make money and we will have a lot less hell in our life. My greatest failures, which were many, led me to be successful eventually. There's only so many times you can fail. And if you have enough wisdom and common sense and say, what can I learn from this stupid mistake I just did? And you move on pretty soon, you're doing everything right. Are there some mistakes in your life that you are still punishing yourself for? You regret a decision you made? Don't. You learned from it. Become smarter. You can't live in the past, but you can create your future. And if you let God come in and help you create your future, you've got a great future in front of you because God knows all your needs now and what your future needs will be, he'll take care of you. You'll be in the right place at the right time, even though sometimes it seems like you're in the wrong place and it's the wrong time. God is so awesome. And today I want to encourage you. What is it out there that you want to do before you leave this world? Most people that quit were just within 
inches of success, but they gave up. They quit. And that's the one thing that I have never done. There were times that I didn't know if I wanted to do the Christmas show anymore. I mean, it really wasn't making a lot of money those first few years. And I had an opportunity to go to Atlanta. But I said, you know, I'm going to try some new strategies. And I did. And hey, listen, it's all in my book, The Promoter. I really go a lot in depth about the early days. There's two parts of the book. My before Jesus days, the world according to Ron. And the second part, the world according to Ron with God. Two totally different lives. Both fun. One had purpose for only me. It was all about me. The second was all about him. And friends, that's why I promote the goodness of God, because if I can save you some time in your life and don't do all the boneheaded mistakes that I did, and I can talk you right now into trying God, try life with God, try a relationship with Jesus Christ and turn all your ideas, all your concerns, all your hell over to him. And I promise you will never, ever regret it. But the hardest part is making that first step. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. We want to encourage you today with God's promise to you. It comes from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. That's God's promise to you when you choose to commit your plans and future to Him. Now, back to Ron. Well, friends, my time is up, and you know what they say, time flies when you're having fun, and I have fun each week when I get to share some ideas with you to help keep the hell out of your life. And remember this, that God loves you, God has a plan for you, and he will absolutely positively help you get the hell out of your life. All you have to do is ask him. You know, the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So ask Jesus today to come into your life and keep the hell out and discover that awesome destiny. Check out the website. It's thepromoter.org. And I hope you make plans to attend the Christmas City Gift Show November 12th through the 14th in the Convention Center in Biloxi, Mississippi. I'll be back next week with another episode of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope. 
Ron Myers Productions presents the 38th Christmas City Gift Show inside the Mississippi Coast Convention Center in Biloxi, November 12th through the 14th. Three days of Christmas fun with door prizes and thousands of gifts for everyone. Join us Friday evening for Shoppers Paradise, adults only shopping. It's the event you've been waiting for. The Christmas City Gift Show. Skip the line and buy your tickets online at ChristmasCityGiftShow.com. Come join us. 